WKYT meteorologist Chris Johnson. The following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. That's the human beings. You nailed it. Boogaloo! Yeah. <laughs> Great song. We're back on the Tom Dupree show with Mike Johnson. <coughs> Guy Hewlett. Morning. What are we going to do? Good morning. What are we going to talk about today, Mike? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Boogaloo! Boogaloo! Um, I want to do a, a recap kind of the the week uh, it'll be a quick recap because not much really happened uh, yeah. in terms of movement in the market which actually that's a big thing you know uh given you know what's happened this year and what happened last year nothing is something um so you know this week the markets the s p 500 and the dow uh basically flat for the week um yesterday we did have uh the 10 year uh actually go up quite a bit yesterday though uh, the ten-year Treasury uh, closed at uh, two seventy-five yesterday, uh, which is so about the yield went up. It price went down. Yeah, yeah, the yield yield went up, um, which was about a one point six percent increase in yield. Right. Uh, yesterday, um, so th- that that caused some small ripples, but nothing nothing much. Um, but the economy, uh, and there's a uh, article over there. Um, there's uh, the economy's been, you know, kind of humming right along. Uh, Andy actually uh, talked about it briefly in the, I think it was the first segment that he was on. Uh, but the U.S. economy uh, grew 2.6 percent uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, consumer spending. Uh, you know, we have a strong job market. Uh, last year, you also had the tax cuts, uh, household income gains, business investment. Um, you know, all of those things were strong uh, last year, um, and uh, all of that's kind of reverberating through the markets. Uh, you know, we've had you know we're, we've kind of been in earnings season. Uh, earnings have been pretty good, and we'll get into that a little more later. But uh, somebody asked me this yesterday. This is a great question. You know, if the economy keeps going like it is, does that mean the stock market's going to keep going up? So, well, maybe. You yeah, know, it, it, right. You, we, we saw it, um, you know, what, four years ago, thereabouts. You know, you, you, we, the economy sucked. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. was, it was not good, but the market was doing well. So just because the economy's doing well doesn't necessarily mean the market's going to go up and vice versa mm-hmm. uh, because the markets look at thousands of things it's not you, you can't think of it as a vacuum just the US economy you got to take into account China you know the uh, brexit all these other things you know interest rates the market's forward looking so it's trying to price these different variables in so when we're looking at good 
numbers on from the economy while that's great you know consumers doing well you know people are spending money that's good but we don't build our investment thesis for our clients portfolios just on that because you you you, that's when you can get yourself into trouble Um, so we always kind of look back at you know the fundamentals of companies how they're dealing with these different things on a global scale uh, that they're looking at right this is the most likely thing to cause you financial ruin but few prepare for it more than two in three bankruptcies are caused by medical problems either from bills Income lost due to illness, according to new data in the American Journal of Public Health. For more than 900 Americans who filed for personal bankruptcy between 2013 and 2016. Medical issues are all too common. Indeed, 44% of Americans got hit with a medical expense they didn't expect in the prior year. Right. Medical expenses, I mean... That's that's the scary thing, you know. You, nobody know if you really start thinking about it, it scare you half to death. You know, you know, you're just you're one big medical expense away from you know, eating through all your savings. Right. Um, but um, there are things that people can do uh, to protect themselves a little more. I mean, you 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 have to have I call it layers of liquidity. You have to have, when you're building out your savings plan, so if you're just getting started or if you're long into it, you know, you can go back and, you know, kind of review, and this is what we do for our clients too, review how you're set up, your layers of liquidity. So you need to have, you know, X amount in checking, you you know, money that you can access, boom, in the event your HVAC goes out, you have a medical expense, something like that. And then you have your taxable investment account that's right. something that you can tap if you have to before you're 59 and a half which if you do that with an IRA or a 401k a qualified plan you have penalties associated right. with that so you need to have cash that you can access with you know in, in various situations um, and that's something we talk about our, with our clients with um, you know make sure that it's not just your retirement, which is, you know, vitally important, but it's also these other factors, you know, cause life happens. So, right. um, but the, the, the thing that really, you know, is scary on this, um, it said, uh, let's say four in 10 Americans don't have the savings to cover an unexpected $400 expense. Um, and that's, that's scary right there. Yeah. I, I want to jump in on this cause this is becoming a big, big issue, and n- none of us really think about it. We we work real hard for our saving, you know, for our retirement planning, and and we have insurance, and we prepare for that, but we don't think about two two things that this article really speaks to. Number one, out of pocket expenses, mm-hmm. and when you really look at your insurance, not, not only do you have your deductibles that you have to meet but a lot of policies have maximum payouts yeah and what was really scary to me was that the article talked about data shows them that the average couple in retirement will need two hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars for medical expenses and that does not include hear me does not include long-term care, mm-hmm. cost of living in assisted living facilities, right. et cetera. 228000 that's a lot of money. That's yeah. daunting. Yeah, it is. But that's what's so great about the pre-financial group, okay? We're, we're <laughs> candid and diligent about this stuff, and we talk to our clients <laughs> about right. these expenses and how to prepare and plan. right. And uh, it's it's a it's a story that merits a lot of discussion. Absolutely, another uh, factor in this, um, Tom. You're, one of your latest ads, you're talking about annuities. Um, in let, let's say you have an unexpected expense, and you need to tap into principal of your savings. Uh, right. Again, layers of liquidity. If if it's in an annuity, depending on the type of annuity you may not be able to access your principal. Um, that's why, that's one of the reasons why 
uh, when we're putting together our portfolio, we don't want anything locked in for our clients. You know, we can, you know, if, if there's an, something that's unexpected, well, we might have some cash. We might have treasury bills. There, Everything in the portfolio is liquid. We can sell anything at any time if they need access to principal. You know, so, uh, you know, we've, we've seen so many people, too, you know, with uh, you, a lot of... Uh, let me back up. A lot of times right now, people are given the option of taking a lump sum payout on a pension or taking an annuitization, taking an actual pension, monthly pension plan. Right. Given where interest rates are right now, the lump sum many times is a better deal mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a higher present value when, you, when they calculate it. And you have your principal. Uh, if if they you know if you have a hundred thousand dollars that you could take as a lump sum versus a pension, well if you take it as a pension, and the payout's not that high, and you need access to principal, you need a lump sum. Sorry about you. You know you're getting your monthly payment, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so everybody's situation is um, specific and different, and that's why when we're meeting with somebody, we always we do the calculations, you know, and we show them the evidence. And if, if, if somebody comes in, they're able to get a, a pension of 12%, you know, versus a lump sum, hey, you know, take the pension more right. than likely. Right. But that's few and far between. And there's another thing about this that we all should be aware of, too, is insurance is very complicated to navigate, mm-hmm. particularly health care. And, you know, you'll get a bill and the insurance company says, I'm not going to pay this. <clears throat> well... You know, a lot of times we just say, okay, and, and pay it when we really need to be fighting right. for our, and really understand our insurance. What they'll pay and what Correct. they won't. Right. Stay with us. We need to take a break here. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WAP. What's now? Right now. North Korea. Michael Cohen. What's next? What happened next? Steel wall. To be president of the United States. Prime Minister Netanyahu. What's history? Made history today. It's what matters. What's going on? On News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. During times of market volatility, as we have just experienced, it's easy for investors to panic. Some investors want an easy solution, like an annuity, to manage the ups and downs of the market. Some want to seek the safety of bonds and bond funds. At times like this, it's often wise to examine what the long-term returns of equities have been versus other asset classes. At Dupree Financial Group, we use times of market volatility as an opportunity to purchase securities at lower prices than where they may have recently traded. If you'd like to know how our investment process may help you and your retirement investments, then give us a call at 859-233-0400 to set up an appointment. It may be an eye-opening experience for you in this new year. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and DupreeFinancial.com. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. All right. The heaviest cat you ever did see. That's right. Maybe I ought to lose a little weight. <laughs> you should think twice about free funds. As the cost of owning ETFs approaches zero, expense-free still doesn't mean risk-free. What's that all so. about? So this was an article from my boy Jason Zweig, uh, yeah. Wall Street Journal. Um, so <clears throat> ETFs, exchange-traded funds, 
um, made a lot of headlines in the last several years. You've had more of a, um, a shift towards indexing, and it's kind of been a race to the bottom in terms of fees. Um, and what he's uh, talking about here is with all the free – uh, funds that are out there. When I say free, no fees, zero. Uh, so, like, uh, I, I, I love his uh, his opening statement. The best things in life may be free, but investing for free can carry a cost. Um, mm-hmm. So, Fidelity, uh, they have some zero fee mutual funds. Uh, they've had about three billion dollars uh, move into those in the last five months of 2018. Um, but if you're if you're if if somebody gives you a free T-shirt, well, that's free. You have no risk. I mean, you're you're given that free T-shirt. There's no risk on your part. You got a free T-shirt. Maybe it doesn't fit right, but you got a free shirt. Right. There's a cost associated with a free investment vehicle. The cost is the performance. Yeah. It could be an opportunity cost in terms of what you've given up. Or it could be a, 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 a real cost in terms of a drop in value. Mm-hmm. Um, y- anytime something is free, um, you have to question the motivation behind it, right? You know, what's somebody's incentive to do something if it's free? You know, they have no incentive behind that. Uh, a lot of these firms <clears throat> that are offering these, these free funds they're wanting to get assets in the door then they will cross sell with something else you know they might try to do margin on it or something like that they're going to try to make money on that free money somehow right um but you you always have to look at there is a cost associated with it we are held to the fiduciary standard you know we have to put our clients interest ahead of our own our incentive is to do well on the investments and to provide good service. Right. If something's free, there's there's no impetus for performance. There's nothing pushing yeah. them to to do well because th- they have no financial stake in it. I don't know why they even do a free mutual fund. What what difference does it make? Why why would Fidelity care? If they had something with no fees at all, do they have, they have something? That's- they do. Uh, like this this one in particular, or the the this, the, the several that they have, um, it's gotten you know three billion dollars in the last five months. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to try to those assets that are there. That's now money that they have access to, so to speak. They can talk to these people. Well, maybe you need to do this, or have you considered margin on there? So there's other. They're going to cross sell them mm-hmm. on these things. <clears throat> It'd be like you know somebody trying to get funds in the door with CDs or something like that. You know, the whole purpose of that is to sell something else. Yeah. At some point down the line. But I mean, the 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 whole idea here is is that. Free does not mean free. You have risk. Free does not mean risk-free, and people really need to understand that. There's a huge emotion uh, tied to when something's free. It can skew people's thoughts on things because you think, well, it's free, so now you know I don't have to look that close at what the performance is going to be because it's free. Mike, let me ask you a question about the – you know we've all heard it you know nothing's free in this world or it's Mm -hmm. too good to be true or what what is there any investment plan or anything behind that fund that i mean so most are you just giving them money you're you're putting money in basically an index fund um which means it's going to track the s p 500 or or some index that they've identified it's just putting it in there and it's on autopilot that's basically all it is and a lot of these, they can have more risk than the index. Uh, so somebody goes into it thinking, well, you know, it's free, but, you know, you have more risk. You don't realize what's behind the fund. So there's no, Free no, means no management fees. Right. And, and, but it also means no strategy. That's right. So they're not, you're just, you're giving them the money and that's. That's that. right. And our, our task is very clear with our clients you know we're trying to generate an income stream 
from the the investments in the portfolio. You know, we want our clients to be able to take a monthly distribution if they're in retirement. Uh, if not, we want those dividends and interest payments to go back in for compounding. So it's it it's very clear what our goal is. This <clears throat> and indexing in general is just following the herd and doing whatever the market does. There's no active management behind it. Right. Right. You know, at Dupree, that's, see, our approach is we want to empower our clients and educate them Mm -hmm. about what is best for their needs. Candid and diligent. Candid and diligent. And we're forthright. Mm -hmm. You know, we tell, we tell them what they need to hear. Right. So just... And one of the the uh, one of the things that's uh, there was an article. Um, one of the things that's really hard um, it went, it, from a from an active management standpoint. And this is something that we you know are always striving uh, to to be better at because it's something you can get better at. Um, you know, you do a lot of research when you buy something, but then you also have to continue doing research. Um, there were some studies that have shown that. Uh, to sell something is actually harder yeah. than to buy something. Um, and, you know, that's something <clears throat> that, you know, right. we have these regular discussions uh, in the office, you know, about the portfolio, what we own, always analyzing what we own. You know, I'll give, you know, one, one example of Kraft Heinz. Yeah. You know, we used to own that in the portfolio. Well, we were looking at it. And at the time, there wasn't anything wrong with the company, but the we were we were looking at their revenues. Revenues weren't increasing, but the stock price was going straight up. Um, you know, dividend yield was going down because the price was going up, and it just looked way too expensive. So we sold it at about eighty nine dollars a share. Uh, right now, it's trading at about thirty five, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's one example. Thirty two and change. Is it thirty two now? Yeah. Uh, yeah 32 and change wow um but that's 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 one example of we we made the decision to buy uh and it was funny backstory on how it came to be but we'll go into that we owned heinz and then heinz was taken private and we owned Kraft, and then they merged and we got Kraft heinz back we got our heinz back right but um it's you have to continuously look at these things and make decisions and when you decide to sell something selling is is a hard decision to make you mm-hmm. know um but that's that's what we do you know um that's why our clients are with us right. well you know when retail investors that manage their portfolio there, there's so much emotion in selling you know absolutely what, what, what i found interesting about that you put so much time and energy in the buy process Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you buy and you're all in. Right. But boy, you don't want to ever get rid of it. Yeah. That's right. And, and that's, that's right. So much time buying it. And then there's the emotion. Stay and then, with us. Bam. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. Mike Johnson, Guy Huglet, News Radio 630 WAP. Ask yourself if you built a van for your business, where would you start? At the beginning, of course. With the people who invented the work van over 100 years ago, Mercedes-Benz. You'd give your new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter advanced technology and safety to keep you connected and protected. You'd make it available in diesel and gas, and there would be thousands of configurations and upfits to choose from. You build it right here in the USA, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves nothing less than a van that's built for you. Introducing the all-new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, the safest, most innovative sprinter yet, starting at just 33790 Built for you, the all-new Sprinter, built in the USA. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Equipment described as optional. 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter available soon. Hi, I'm actress Tanya Wright. My younger brother was killed at the hands of violence, which inspired me to make a film about peace and forgiveness called Butterfly Rising. 
Now it's your turn. The annual Peace in the Streets International Film Festival is inviting young people around the world to produce a short video about how they envision peace in their own neighborhood and in the world. The winners will be invited to visit the United Nations in New York City. Visit psgff.com for more information on how to submit. America's newest space capsule for manned missions rocketing Five, toward the International four, Space Station on a high-stakes test flight two, by SpaceX. One. Overnight, the Falcon Eric, rocket carrying the capsule blasted off at NASA's Cape Canaveral in Florida. The administrator of NASA made it clear that his agency is now a customer, a customer of SpaceX and Boeing, both developing these crew capsules to get to the space station. Boeing hoping to test theirs next month on the heels of the successful launch of Elon Musk's Dragon crew capsule toward the space station. David Curley, ABC News, Kennedy Space Center. The capsule is expected to dock on Sunday. President Trump will head to Maryland this morning. He's a keynote speaker today at the annual Conservative Political Action Conference. And a breakthrough for teachers in Oakland, California. They're slated to go back to the classrooms next week if they approve a tentative agreement reached Friday between the union and school district. It ends a week-long strike. Michelle Franzen, ABC News. We'll see the cloud cover stick around as we kick off the first part of your weekend across the bluegrass. Overall, not a bad-looking day out there in temperature-wise. It is milder as highs eventually climb into the mid to upper 40s. Looking ahead for tonight, clouds build back in. Rain and snow becomes likely late as lows drop off into the lower 30s. For your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP, I'm WKYT meteorologist Chris Johnson. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the Tiffany Thacker State Farm Studios, this is Lexington's News Radio 630 WLAP. This tax season, get more in return during Furniture World Superstore's incredible tax refund sale. Furniture World stretches your tax refund with huge savings and two years no interest on beautiful furniture for every room and comfortable mattresses. Hurry in for tax time deals like this. Buy a sofa and love seat set. Get the matching recliner free. Plus, enjoy no interest for two full years with approved credit and minimum purchase. See store for details. Tax refund time is the best time to save on new furniture. So don't wait. Make your tax refund dollar go farther during the incredible tax refund sale now at all furniture world superstore locations closed sunday so shop online at furnitureworldsuperstore.net use your tax refund to get a better night's sleep at furniture world superstore choose from top brands including our own private reserve collection mattresses now when you buy a mattress get a free box spring or upgrade to an adjustable base and save five hundred dollars now at furniture world superstore closed sunday so shop online at furnitureworldsuperstore.net Kentuckians are always on the move. Whether you're driving down the road for a gallon of milk or flying across the country, Kentucky's new driver's licenses will get you there more securely than ever before. Rolling out by county starting this March. All cards will arrive in the mail. Choose between a standard license or a U.S. air travel and military base approved voluntary travel ID license. Preparing now will save valuable time later when you renew at your local circuit court clerk office. Learn what documents to bring at drive.ky.gov. 6.30 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. Mike Johnson, Guy Huglet. What are we, uh, at Dupree Financial Group, what are we trying to do with our clients' portfolios? We're trying to build dividend-paying, income-paying portfolios of typically common stocks. They can be preferred stocks. They can be bonds. They can be other types of uh, income-paying investments. But we're, we're trying to out-earn the market in terms of the payout on our, on our uh, investments. And um, what does that do for the clients? Why is that a good thing necessarily for clients who might be retired or getting ready to retire? Right. So you've got the income side, and that's the key thing that you're talking about there, you know, out-earning you know, meaning the 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 quarterly, yearly, monthly cash flow that the portfolio is throwing off, because the big thing that we're trying to tackle is 
when someone is in retirement or getting ready to retire, how do they create an income stream to supplement pensions or Social Security? How do they live on a monthly basis? So if you are invested purely for growth or appreciation, which would be what uh, an index approach would be or most mutual fund approaches would be, you're banking on growth of the market. Right. 2018, prime example. You can't bank on it um, because you, you life doesn't stop in a down market. You need X amount on a monthly basis if the market's up, down, or sideways. We're trying to create an income stream that hopefully increases over time. So you have, <clears throat> with our portfolio, you have the market dynamic in terms of the stock price. Stock price can go up, down, be flat, but then you have that income stream that's coming from the dividends and the interest. So if somebody's taking, let's say, a 3 or 4% withdrawal rate from their portfolio, we want that to come from the income production, not from the sell of securities. Right. That's the key difference. You know, that is our main goal. Our our goal is not to have more price appreciation than the market. We'll take it if the market gives it, but that is not our main goal. Um, typically, in a down market, we will typically hold up better than the broad index because we have the bond component. Because of the types of securities that we buy, they they typically have a strong balance sheet. Um, and they'll usually have low, less volatility than the market as a whole. So that's that's kind of that's our mandate to our clients is to produce an income stream and to show them what that income stream is and to show over time how that income stream has changed and in a in a positive way. Um, Eighteen uh, twenty eighteen um, uh, another the active management part of it, you know, not putting something on autopilot and just letting it sit there, you know, not falling in love with stocks as we were talking about, you know, making the decision to sell, um, looking at everything with a critical eye and possibly buying more of something if the market price were to drop like many things did in 2018. That's the active part of it. So we're able to increase dividends which is the income that our clients are taking, increase that two ways. One is through buying more shares of something, if the price looks attractive, because now you have more shares that are paying the same dollar amount per share in dividends. Mm -hmm. So that increases the net income. The other way is through the organic uh, dividend growth. Companies just operating, and business is good. Stock price might be down, but if business is good – they're able to raise their dividends. Uh, we saw that in 2018. Almost all of the holdings in our portfolio raised their dividends. In Isn't that amazing? In 2018. Because, I mean, you look at one, one example is a, a natural gas pipeline company that we own. Well, the price of the stock was slightly down for 2018. But look at the fundamentals. What are they doing? They're moving natural gas and some oil. They're moving stuff through their pipeline. They get a fee on everything that goes through their pipeline. Well, while the stock was going up and down, they're moving gas and stuff through their pipeline. Business was good. They raised their dividend 60% in 2018. Right. And that and that's just because the fundamentals were intact. So in in the instance of our clients, we're generating this income stream and they're able to hold on to their shares and hopefully over time i mean obviously we expect these things to go up over time or we wouldn't own them um but you can't bank on short-term growth of the market right so that's that's our mandate to our clients that's what we're trying to do and you know that mandate does something that's special as well it there's a there's a peace and there's a serenity amongst our clients. I, you know, with all the volatility in the market the past fourth or fourth quarter, you know, I was around a lot of people that were operating completely in fear. They were having to redo right. budgets. They were scared because they were more divested in the market volatility mm-hmm. than dividend growth. And 
I I think that makes our firm very special because our well, I say it all the time. Our phones weren't ringing mm-hmm. when there was a lot of confusion in the market. Right. There you go. Why were they not ringing? Because they knew what the plan was. They knew that they were supposed to be um, uh, set up to to pay out dividends as opposed to necessarily growing the stuff. Although people can get concerned when they see their portfolios down from uh, market forces. Sure. Yeah, and we get, you know, especially with – newer clients, clients that haven't been with us through a downturn in the market. You know, they're calling, hey, you know, saw the statement, market value was down, what's going on? Not worried, they're just looking for information. And that's when we can say, okay, here's what we're doing, here's why we're doing it, this is the income production. Right. And it's it's information, transparent, directly to them from the sort. There's no, there's accountability here. Right. Um, and that makes them feel more comfortable. You know, and, and we communicate with our clients a lot, mm-hmm. and and we're you know we're not we're not you know headless. We're we're we you know yeah. our clients know what we look like. That's true. <laughs> well, they do. Yeah. And and uh, they receive. They talk to us regularly. They receive <clears throat> information. We we're always doing things to enhance their experience. Right. With, with our firm, and that's you know it's what we're about. Well, and the the other thing when we're building out the portfolio. We know that unexpected things can happen, and so we don't invest in anything that has a penalty associated with it to come out of. You know, if you have to liquidate something, you, I mean, it's if it's a stock, you get what the market value is that day, and you have some the negative effect of well, you're now producing less income because you've sold shares. But if somebody has to have access to their principal, there's not a penalty to do so. Right. All right. Now we're going to talk about growth again, why the stock market could benefit from a weak <laughs> earnings season. So after all that talk about income, let's hear a little bit about growth. <laughs> well, th- this is this is just purely uh, inefficiencies of the market. Yeah, um, right. You know, the, Which we like to take advantage of. Right. Um, yeah, there, there was a, a Barron's article, why stock market could benefit from a weak earnings season. Um, and most of the S&P 500 – uh, companies have have reported, um, f- but fewer S and P five hundred companies have beaten their earnings estimates than in the past. Um, see, since this is just an interesting statistic, uh, since two thousand twelve, the market's reaction to beat rates has been reversed from old patterns. The S and P five hundred has risen at a twenty seven point nine percent annualized rate, even when the beat rate has fallen below its three year average. Uh, on the other hand, when the beat rate was above <clears throat> its three-year average, the index gained 5.6% a year. Um, of the 88% of the S&P 500 companies that have reported fourth-quarter earnings, 72.7% have beaten their estimates, which is lower than on average. All that said, <clears throat> all this is saying is that the market overreacts. When companies are beating you know higher than average numbers Mm -hmm. the the market overreacts and the prices go up or they already are up uh on the stocks but whenever you have these earnings misses the market overreacts the other way that the the prices are lower and so you're you're looking at a lower base to go off of which gives it more room to go up in the future so this is this is purely uh, if we were growth investors, we'd be all over this oh, right yeah. here. Be like, oh man, you know the earnings beat. You know we're going to go this. We're going to do options. We're going to do this, this, that, and this. Right. And but with our approach, it says, okay, this is interesting. What does that tell us? There's opportunities to buy good companies that we can hold for a long time, mm-hmm. and most importantly, get paid a dividend while we wait for the potential growth in the stock price. Right. And that's the main thing was we get paid while we wait. Right. Exactly. And because like I said before, life happens. You know, you, you have you need X amount in retirement on a monthly basis to live on, and you can't bank on growth of the stock market. Right. Dividends aren't guaranteed either. But 
they're much more consistent. But as we all know, when the stock price goes down, the dividend gets eliminated. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. No, that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. If you were away. I love that. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WAP. This is not an emergency. This is constitutional. This is what's happening. This is because of the 2020 election. This is what matters. This is a witch hunt. This is far from over. This is hell. This is everything. This is where we live. This is News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. During times of market volatility, as we have just experienced, it's easy for investors to panic. Some investors want an easy solution, like an annuity, to manage the ups and downs of the market. Some want to seek the safety of bonds and bond funds. At times like this, it's often wise to examine what the long-term returns of equities have been versus other asset classes. At Dupree Financial Group, we use times of market volatility as an opportunity to purchase securities at lower prices than where they may have recently traded. If you'd like to know how our investment process may help you and your retirement investments, then give us a call at 859-233-0400 to set up an appointment. It may be an eye-opening experience for you in this new year. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and DupreeFinancial.com. 630 WLAP. Oh, yeah. I'm having too much fun back here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're the DJ. I, I I could do this all day. The, all all these know, old. Let's hear your best Wolfman Jack uh, 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 imitation. Oh, you're asking too much. <laughs> uh, all right, baby, Lexington's home for rock and soul. Wolfman Jack, six thirty, WLAB. There you go. That's about That's all. That's bad. the best I could do. I love it. Y- give me about ten o'clock Saturday night. I could do it. Better. Yeah. <laughs> It is a wolf man. Wolf man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, How can a- millennials restore American prosperity? What's going to happen with the millennials, Mike? Well, first so, things first. Well, let, let's let's get this on the record. We 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 have a millennial in the studio, and his name is Mike. Yes. So. Us millennials, we get a bad rap. I mean, come on now. Uh, no, it's it's interesting. Um, you look at uh, productivity in the yeah. U.S. and productivity has been declining, right? And this is not this is not a new phenomenon. This has happened before in the past, and there have been some studies that have shown you know even when you know the the baby boomers. The when they were coming into their peak production years, which is age forty to forty nine, prior to them reaching that uh, age, production was declining. Mm-hmm. Um, productivity, worker productivity, um, we're facing that same thing right now. You know, because now uh, baby boomers are uh, getting to the age where some are retiring, um, but they're not in their peak production years on average. Um, but baby boomers are now moving into that role. Um, and so they, they did some studies between, you know, 1940 and 1970. Uh, it was uh, more of an education study. Um, you know, in 1940, only 38% of Americans had finished high school by the age of 30, and just 6% had received a college degree. As of 2017, high school completion rate was 92%. College completion rate was thirty six percent, and just workers that are younger, you know, in their twenties, uh, they're just they're not as productive. They're not as good at their job because right. they're newer at their job. That's right. Um, so as the millennials get into their, you know, get into the, their 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 stride, if yeah. you will, um, you know, these are. The, the age that has grown up using technology that's right their whole life and so while the work might be different they might work differently the productivity could still be as great or greater um and so it, it's it's interesting you know with all the the negative headlines with millennials you know entitlement and 
there's a reason that you have uh, stereotypes. There's a there's a there's a some, some of it's true. There's some of it's true, but uh, it can be carried to the extreme. I, I think I think America is going to be incredibly productive going forward uh, with this new workforce that's coming in coming into their own. Okay, so uh, that I believe that too. Yeah, I I because I think anybody who has defied the stereotypes kind of has a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They want right. to prove that they can be an achiever and that they will be an achiever. And uh, I think you're absolutely right. It's all about defying stereotypes. It's about not being buttonholed into just one thing. I mean, you know, I was an English major, but my stereotype would be that I would still be probably uh, teaching somewhere for 40 years. Right. Well, the fact is um, – I got in the investment business. So, you know, guy. Yeah. Well, can I jump in on this? No. So, uh, no, y'all. No, go I, ahead. When go it, ahead. we get to talking about workforce and, and I mean, that's workforce just, development, Pete, workforce baby. development, it's my passion. And for many of y'all don't realize I was in that business for many, many years. But let's first things first. Millennial age group right now is 23 to 38 years of age. So I want to say that. So that represents about 73 million people, one half of our workforce right now. Really? Today. Okay. It's important wow. that we understand that. Now, let, let me, let me, I want to, I want to give you all some fun, fun information here. So the, the typical negative character of the character of the millennial, we talked about this last mm. week. Uh, is the entitled recipient of the plastic participation trophy? Yeah, okay. Exactly. I, I I love that. Philip Philip really was running on that one. <laughs> yeah, he, he you does, hear him he, on participation trophies. Yeah, last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and they care less about paying their dues at the workplace, and they want more flex time, and they want beer carts and nap rooms and all that kind of stuff. But see, here that that that's the reputation, mm -hmm. reputation. Okay, right. mm -hmm. and you know, perception is not always reality, mm -hmm. and we all understand that in this world. So I started doing a little bit of digging into this, and I found some interesting facts. So when you really get inside the workforce and you start talking to the millennials that are employed, they consider themselves work martyrs. They work faster, they work smarter, and they work longer. And, you know, I've been watching Mike Johnson over the months oh, here, gosh, here we and go. he is one of those guys. <laughs> but I think our technology has taken us to that place, mm -hmm. okay? But here's some interesting facts. So the millennials don't want to take a vacation in reality because they have this idea that nobody else can do their job. Right. All right. Now that's that's kind of an interesting fact here. So, what we, there was an, a study done: five thousand full-time employees, okay, who receive vacation PTO as a benefit. They're more likely to not access that benefit because no one else can. My company can do the work while I'm away. I also want to show that I'm completely dedicated to my company and job. I don't want others to think I'm replaceable. Yeah. Okay. And I feel guilty for using my paid time off. Now, you start implementing that into the workforce, that attitude. You talk about productivity. That's right. Okay? Yeah. But the problem is that's at the expense of your own personal. Amen, uh, Tom. Mental health. It's not healthy. It's yeah. not healthy at all. And here's the other interesting fact about our millennial workforce today. One in four are in management. Is that right? That's mm. right. But none of that is healthy. Mm -hmm. It's just not. Well, you got to take vacations. And you you gotta, must. you got to get away. So Things like that. All right. Kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, think, I think that right there, you know, the, the potential for productivity – you know, if it's if it's healthy or or not, you know, probably not. Um, but the productivity there, 
Um, the other thing that's interesting, you look at, you, you compare uh, institutional types of jobs, you know, working for big corporations versus um, startups, you know, if it's an entrepreneur or something like that. And the generation is more entrepreneurial in, in, on, on some things, more tech related. And it, it'd be interesting to see, you know, what the the breakout of you know entrepreneurs you know and the and that kind of That's work right. ethic on that so it's just it's interesting give you all one little more fun fact i thought this was kind of interesting talking about the millennial workforce um it's in the emotional piece to this so in 1950 okay 12% of high school students perceive themselves as an important person. 1950. We've been listening mm-hmm. to a lot of great old music this morning. 1990, 80% of the high school students perceive themselves as an important person. So kind of pretty big difference, more yeah. of a narcissism shift okay in your in your workforce if you kind of think about that well i mean yeah you could call it narcissism or or just say that they have a better self-image well self-image or or or, yeah or maybe selfies in the technology that we're we're into now right yeah all all of that yeah yeah anyhow i like selfies yeah (laughs) fish face yeah okay all right work harder work smarter there you go we appreciate you guys listening uh, to us this weekend. Uh, today, we uh, at Dupree Financial Group, we are a candid and diligent guide to our clients' uh, financial futures. We do a lot of uh, – we try to educate and empower them to live an enjoyable life during retirement. And uh, you can come in and see us if you'd like. Call us at 859-233-0400. Set an appointment. Boogaloo! Email us at, at info at DupreeFinancial.com. We'd love to have you come in and, and sit down and go over your retirement investments with us. That's what we're here for. It's been Thank fun. You. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. been a good been a good show. Go cats! Listen to the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WAP. Big M's got your truck, man. Get yourself a deal, man. Need a truck for work, man. No one deals like we can. Big trucks, small trucks. Big M's got your truck, man. Right now, during Ram Truck Mine at Big M Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Nicholasville. Get up to $15,000 off MSRP on every new 2018 Ram truck in stock. That's up to $15,000 off MSRP on every new 2018 Ram